So let me tell you. So let me tell you. So let me tell you. What's up, y'all? It's your girl Dage, and we back at it again with a new episode of So Let Me Tell You. This one's special. This one's new. I got my first guest. Mic'd up with Monty. Or AKA North Philly Oprah. And the crowd goes wild. Woo! Let me just give you a moment to tell us a little bit about your brand, Mic'd Up With Monty, before we get into it. Hi, everybody. It's me. It's me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Monty, originally from Northside. This is Mic'd Up With Monty. Um, My brand speaks for itself. So I actually go around the tri-state area speaking to black entrepreneurs and, you know, just asking them about their mental health, asking them how they got to where they got to, and just showing highlights and letting people know that you can do what the next person can do. It don't have to be the same exact idea, but you you can basically be an entrepreneur. It don't matter if you're doing hair, nails, clothing, juicing, ice cream restaurants. No idea is small. If you put your mind to it, you can do it. There we go. So, and so, the fact that I have all black people on my job—that's even more what's up. Like, you don't see nobody out here doing like taking the standpoint that you're taking with your platform, and I love it. I love it. I watch every every episode. Yes. Might not remember it, but yes. I watch it when it drops. Yeah, I, watch, I listen to it on here on Spotify when it drops. So I love it. I love uh, your voice. It's so comforting. But honestly, just hearing your perspective on different things is exciting too. Damn, that's a deal. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Let's get into this episode, y'all. Let me tell y'all, this one, I'm going to actually be getting interviewed by Monty. Also, Monty is my cousin. Like, So, hey, shout out to that. Like, yeah, shout out to blood. Um, yeah. Shout out to family. Um, so, she's going to just interview me on my time in San Francisco this past year, and I'm going to just give it to her. So, first question, and I normally um, don't jump in head first like this, but false. now but seriously how was your mental health from leaving philadelphia to going to san francisco to now being a year later let's talk about that i remember your transition when you were wanting to come the fuck home i know and now it's just like you like all right i'm gonna start with that just the simple fact that you brought up the fact that i wanted to come home i wanted to come home too many times too because i was uncomfortable Mm. i was uncomfortable with being uncomfortable Mm. and that was like I was like, damn, I'm out here by myself, number one. Two, damn, I got to really start doing things alone. You know, like, being home in Philly, I got all these people I can hit up to be like, I'm bored. Like, let's go do something. You know what I mean? So I think that was one of the biggest things. I was just like, I wanted to come home because I was not trying to be uncomfortable the way that I was. But I forced myself to sit with it, and it was making me go crazy a little bit. But it also, like, allowed me to grow a lot closer to myself. Um, That's good. Because I was like, you know what, like, I why don't, I don't have to wait for, for me to meet a close friend to always hang out with. I can just go start doing things on my own. I was exploring on my own, checking out parks, checking out museums, checking out restaurants. I'll go to a restaurant, FaceTime my mom, and she'll be like, you there by yourself? And I'm like, 
yeah, like who else I would be here without? Like, it's so crazy because like now this position that I'm in, I'm actually grateful for for those times that I was uncomfortable. Mm. Because now I know, like, how I aspire to be in friendships, relationships, and connections. And also, I know what I deserve. Because in those moments of me being uncomfortable, I also lost a lot of people. They not dead. They still alive. They very much living. But I lost a lot of people who were close to me here, like, that I'm not close to. I don't even talk to anymore. And I'm just like, that speaks volume to the type of people who are now entering my life and are helping me create healthier boundaries within relationships, but also within myself. Speaking of that word boundaries, um, yo, like I'm 35 and I really just started like, you know, using, not using the word boundaries, but actually put it into effect. Where do you think that um, when you, when you first moved to Cali, like where do you think that you were, where you were at with that word boundaries? I didn't have any. I didn't have any here. Here, I'm always like, somebody hitting me up to do this or do that or whatever. I'm always like, yes. Like, I was always the yes person. Mm. I think moving to Cali, I had a chance to, like, finally start saying no. Mm. You know? I told this person, Re. Shout out to Re. Shout out to Re. Yeah. But I I think I probably told her no for the first time while I was in Cali. Ever. About the Showtime app. Yo, that was a whole... And I literally felt like my whole chest caved in. Because <laughs> she don't tell me no, but I also don't tell her no. So I'm like, wow, is this something new? Like, no, bring her back to the <laughs> Nah, but it was really one of those moments. I could go into those, a quick part real quick. She hit me, like, every morning, Jaria will always, like, my beginning time there, she will always text me every morning or call me, like, while I'm getting ready to work, whatever, whatever. But this one morning, she worrying about a motherfucking Showtime app password, and I'm leaving out for work. And the only thing on my mind getting to work on time. was getting to work, and I wanted to call my aunt. This bitch, she talking about some. I know it's an app on your phone that you could just change the password to. And I was just like, you know what? Here's my perfect opportunity. Okay, but like, long story short, basically, I was just like to read, like, either you're going to wait till I get to work for the password, or you don't want it. You know this girl responded back to me? Yeah, Oh. Like, just the letter O. So I knew she was pissed, but I was just like, you know what? I got to pay it. I was just like, I got to pay it no mind at this point. So once I did that, I feel like because Ree was one of the people who I all never, ever told no to and never stood in my boundaries with, once it happened, I was just like, oh, shit. I feel powerful. Let me keep doing this. Let somebody else hit me up, and I'm across the country, and they want me to do something. No, I'm busy. And that's just like... We start feeling free. I start feeling free. I start feeling free. And then I met this homie at my work. Is that the guy you can take a picture with? Oh, shout out to Yanni. Shout, go listen to his podcast, Small Worlds. But that's like one of my best friends out there. But not about him, but another homie. Um, she Something happened, and she said something that just made me be like, shit, I need to really be standing firm in my boundaries because I witnessed her do it so well. Mm. And she was so unapologetic about it. That I was like, I want to be like that. So that's what I've just been doing. So when I'm out with a bunch of people and I feel like I don't want to be around them anymore, I say, see you. Good night. And they're like, why are you leaving? Don't want to be around y'all no more. Period. Also, I don't owe y'all an explanation. Yeah, that's that part. That part. 
So, um, what are some new things that you're actually doing, Cali, that you did not do in Philadelphia? Ooh. Do you have a routine now? Like, what, what do you do from when you wake up? Yeah, 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 yeah. I wake up at 6.30 every single day, seven days a week. Period. Don't miss a beat. 6.30, go for a run. Quiet on set. Please. Go for a run. Okay. Be back in the house by 7. Have a cup of tea. Do a little bit of yoga if I have time. Shower, get ready for work. I'm at work for eight hours. And then two days out the week I have class. Actually, this summer will be the first time that I will like have a lot more time to do a lot more things. Because um, the semester is over. My first year of grad school is done. Um, but yeah, um, and then sometimes at the work I'm like, I always got decompressed, so you know I go home, roll me up a little, you know what I'm saying? And go for a walk. A little zaza, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, my routine has definitely changed being there. I also feel like people think I'm crazy for saying this, but I feel like I truly have more time in the day because of the time difference. And I just think that's crazy. So what are, what are, some, um, what are some things that you love about California? the views like it's so beautiful there like i can literally like look out into the world and just see so many opportunities like and metaphorically because i'm looking at like skylines and you see the pictures like when i all that i'll just be like okay there's so many possibilities for me to do things here i'm taking a dj class this summer like you know dj dj i'm about to be on the ones and twos um yeah like the views the food the food's so authentic like i never like over here i get authentic black people food you know what i mean i get home cooked throw down southern style food shout out to the family over there i get authentic peruvian food burmese mexican like everything just food I mean, also, I've just been forcing myself to try different cultural foods um, because it's there and it's authentic because... Do you think that California changed you? I do. I really do. I don't really know how to name it yet, but I always have moments where I'm like, shit, I don't even sound the way that I normally would sound. Especially when I come back home, I notice it more because everyone's like... You seem so much more calmer. Yes, you really do. You definitely are. You seem so much more at peace. And I'm just like, all right. I don't really, I hear it and I know it, mm -hmm. but it's like, I haven't had time to sit with it, if that makes sense. It's just like, how do you feel that you were in a space a year ago and you're in a new space now? And then for people to actually acknowledge it, to see it, it's just like, you know, when you're working on yourself, you're not doing it for no one else but yourself. But then when you actually start like seeing the root, well, that, what is it called? Like seeing the process of what you've done, like mm -hmm. seeing the harvest of what you mm -hmm. planted. Like, how do you feel about that? Especially being like coming at home and you know being in a different situation. I'm not saying you were in a situation, but like coming home from Cali, being in the Philly. You know, Philly is more like rough, gritty. This the trenches, y'all. Yeah, we in the trenches. We relax though. Yeah. I'm in that trust is relaxed. Period. North side, the best side. North side is the best North side. Y'all better get with it. <laughs> get with it. But now, how do you really feel? Because it's like, when you in Philly, I feel like it can rain in Southern in California. California. And then when you come to Philly, it's just like, 
But that's truly like, like even when like I feel like <laughs> even when I'm there and people be like talking to me and they be like, oh, like you from Cali now. I always be like, shut that shit up. Like I'm gonna bleed Philly. Like always. I don't care where I'm at in the world. Cali is not my last stop. Um. So that's not the end of all. Oh, absolutely not. Y'all don't what even know what's next. Yeah, what's next? <sighs> Honestly. You gonna make me come? Nope. I ain't, I ain't really making known yet. In the UK mm-hmm. or somewhere in Asia, mm-hmm. like the Thailand, Bali, you know, you know. But anyways, back to your question. <laughs> I just think. It's one of those things. You want to go backpacking out there, or no? I'm probably gonna move out there for like a year or two, mm-hmm. um, just to get the experience. Mm-hmm. I feel like people don't realize that when we step outside of what we've known for so long, we grow so mm-hmm. much. Also, so good, we so experience different types of people, mm-hmm. and you know, people all like, especially being in, from Philly and living here is like, oh nah, they weird. Like I'm not about to hang out with them. I'm just like y'all be calling this person weird, but they cool as shit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the weird people that be the coolest, the coolest people, are the ones that be trying to put you the fuck on, show right. you, show you new shit. Mm-hmm. I'll take a weird person over a sturdy person any day. Any day, but yeah, I think it's so heartwarming to mm-hmm. hear like being back home and all the compliments that I get. Oh, gee, you look so happy. Mm-hmm. All those things, but it's like I'm so humble about it mm. that I'm like, oh, really. Cool. Like I never want to be like, yeah, bitch, because I just did all this work on myself. Like I'm never that type of person, but mm-hmm. I'm also like, damn. I hope you can get to that point too, mm, if you're not so, there yeah, yet. That's really good. So not being in the um in your comfort zone. Um, what are three things that um you feel like you had to work on the most to get you where you at right now? Ooh. Good question. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. Let me let me pause first. Repeat it one more time. Three things that you've changed about yourself since you've moved out of your comfort zone okay three things one i'm no longer afraid to like really stand in in my true identity like with my blackness well i was never afraid with, with my blackness but it's a different level when you're black and you're queer um and people don't understand that so so what is your definition of queer um i just think queer is the umbrella term of like all these different identities and sexualities um i don't want to like put a specific label onto myself um also is the build queerness to me is like also the ability to really express yourself in full creativity mm-hmm. i don't think being here i ever really stood firm within my blackness and my queerness mm-hmm. at once mm-hmm. So, cause like even when I'm here, it's like when I'm with my family, I'm I'm standing firm in my blackness, Absolutely. right? Then when I'm with my friends, I'm like I'm leaving the blackness alone a little bit, but standing in my queerness. Mm-hmm. But being there, I can put them both together, and be just black and queer together, and I don't have to separate the two depending on who I'm around. Right. Mm, that's so good. So good. I feel like when you're around certain people, I don't feel like you have to change, but you have to really monitor. I feel like it's like a monitoring type of vibe because it's like you don't want to make someone feel uncomfortable just, but also just like this is who I am. Right, but it's also like how how much longer are you going to keep putting yourself around those people Ooh. that you're going to make yourself feel uncomfortable because you don't want them to feel uncomfortable. I feel like it's sometimes a two-way street is a give and take, but 
as humans, we have this like innate ability or characteristic to want to be there or show up for the how the other people want us to show up, mm, so good, so good. and not how we want to show up for ourselves. Mm-hmm. 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 And I'm not trying to. That's one thing I learned that I don't have to do that anymore. Right? Like, like it. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. See, see, see. <laughs> What's the second thing? Second thing, definitely being more open to cultural foods because mm-hmm. I was like, somebody was telling me about something. This, I'm like, what the hell? I ain't eating that shit. The fuck I look like? What the fuck is that? What the fuck is that? Hey, fuck, fuck it up. What the fuck is that? Fuck it up. Shot hey. clock time yet? Shot mm-hmm. o'clock? Another shot? Oh, they already pulled up. Pulled you know up. what, Princess? Since you here, come get yeah. another shot. Get a shot. So they have a lot of different cultural festivals and stuff going on that I try to attend. And number three, I'm going to have to say it's actually really like being intentional about having time to myself. Because mm. um, what? It's almost been a t- year now. It's like 10 months. And I'm, I know more people now. So everybody want to see me out because I'm a vibe. I'm a good vibe to be around. And yeah. all the things. Everybody just wanna see me out, but I have to be like, nah, I'm not going out this weekend. Like you're not about to I feel like people are uh, energy vultures. And when they see someone gonna keep on showing up with this good ass vibe, this good ass energy, cool, you know what I mean? They try to make sure you're around all the time. But you're not gonna have this energy all the time. Cause I gotta re- replenish. I gotta yes. recharge. And that's what I'm about to ask you. Like I don't know why you try to sneak up and say it first. How do you recharge? How do you recharge? Tell people how you recharge. Sundays are danger days. Period. Mm-hmm. I mean, being since I'm home, Sunday won't be danger day. I'm okay with that. But Sundays in California, even when I was in college in Bennington, Sundays were always danger days. I turn my phone off. I sit, I get high out of my mind and watch fucking TV and wake up and go to sleep and go to bed. Like, that you run, that be like, I'm dead. I'm gonna wake again. I'm watching TV. Like, literally, that's my Sundays. And sometimes I might go out by myself. But if I spend time with you on a Sunday, you know, like, we stuck for life. Because I really value quality time with people. So if I'm willing to share my alone day with you, you ain't going nowhere. So, final question. What are three tips you have for someone that is stuck where they are? They want to leave out their comfort zone, but they just need that extra push on you have. You three things? Three things. One, I think, um, like, you obviously talk to the people around you about what, you, what you're thinking about and what you want to do. But also don't let their opinions deter you from exactly what you want to do. Um, Because, for instance, like, um, I was talking about my mom about moving to California. She was not with it. My dad was not with it. There were so many people who I was talking to about it that wasn't with it. Even if they not with it, do that shit. Fuck them. Not fuck them, but fuck them. (laughs) Two. (laughs) Two. Literally. (laughs) The third shot, nigga, she said, fuck Philly. Two, um, I'm going to just really be be real with y'all. Like, it's only going to take you. Like, if you know that you really want this for yourself, you need to be working hard towards that goal. Write stuff down. I learned this from Ree. Every time I gave, came up with an idea about something, she like, did you write it down? Mm. 
like write it because i also feel like writing stuff down about what you feel like you want is a true manifestation mm, i believe that because you end up working towards that mm. and you write down all your steps what is it going to take for you to get here if you got a saving goal right what is it going to mm. take for you to get to that saving goal like what so, do you so what will you need to eliminate to get there and I, you know, I kind of fucked up on my my single when I was even trying to get the colleague that, you know, uh, but I'm grateful enough that I had family that I was able to rely on to make sure that I got there. That's so good. And then three, I don't know, like, I just think, ask yourself the question, are you happy? Mm. Are you happy? I, I'm, I'm happy. I'm ecstatic. I'm joyous. I am filled with love. I am filled with peace. Like, mm. and... For Re, who's someone who's been like with me since the day I was born, she knows like the type of person that I was like two years ago, or even in high school, like just like angry all the time and not being nice to people, just like projected onto people pretty much. Mm. Um, so I think you really just gotta sit down and ask yourself, are you happy? And then what is it gonna take for you to feel happy? Or what does it mean for you to feel happy? Mm. That's my three. It's hard work too. It, you know how many times I done called and text, I cried again today, I wanna come home. They're like, do you really wanna come home or are you just feeling like this, this, and that, and that, and that? And I'm, yeah, right. So when you have those moments, have those moments, but also have those people you can reach out to when you're having those moments that's gonna be like, nah, bitch, you need to stay where you at. People need to know. This is the final, final question. Mm -hmm. Philly or Kylie? Kylie. Damn, y'all. Kylie for sure. She said, it doesn't rain in, in Southern California. California. Damn, y'all. Yeah. You're hearing it here first. Yep, yep, yep. My cousin uh, said Kylie. Kylie. But anyways. Y'all already know what the deal is. Before we go, my let us know where we can find your info, find your platform. You can find my platform on Instagram at T M O N T Y thirteen. I said thirteen. Yeah, T thirteen. Also, this uh, episode is sponsored by Jaria. Shout out to her. She's in the kitchen right now. Are you In the kitchen, we've been up a if you are in the Philadelphia area, please make sure you stop down the only vegan restaurant in the city. That sell ice cream. That sell ice cream, water ice. We have pizza pretzels. We have vegan pizza pretzels. We got everything your heart desires. She got more shit coming up, y'all. I'm telling you, this is one black hustling girl, like, for real. <laughs> Anyways, pull up to Marley's Sweet Tooth Vegan ice cream That's probably the only spot you're going to find Vegan ice cream in Philadelphia Best customer service, best ice cream Best vibes I don't know they can dine in It's a restaurant It's the first Philly ice cream restaurant Exactly You're not pulling up to the window Ooh, yeah, here you pulling not. up to dine in For the ice cream and experience Upstairs, downstairs, we got the, the drizzle party, the little wild. drizzle, drizzle lounge. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, it is okay. It is okay to not want to be who you was yesterday. Step out of your comfort zone. This episode is to let you know that you can be happy. You are the only person holding yourself back. Period. And Jaria's favorite line, we're not out now, but we're, wait, what do we all, what do I always say? Not now, but right now. She makes you play for us. That's crazy, because this y'all please. Yes. I'm screaming. I love
Wait, I never left. But anyways, y'all already know the deal. Tell your friends, tell your loved ones, tell your aunties, your brothers, your sisters, and tell someone you may not even know because they may need to so hear this too. So let me tell you. So let me tell you. So let me tell you.